Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Tonight we're going to look at Psalm chapter 8. Psalm chapter 8 in your Bible. Yeah, and uh, tonight I want to ask you uh, uh, if you've ever uh, thought about some of those questions you had when you were little. Remember those questions? When you're little, you know, you you tend to... Little children especially... They want to know why. Why why are we going here? Why are we here? Why where where are we going? What are we doing? Uh why this and why that? And they, and some que- and some children can come up with some unusual questions. Like for instance, uh they might ask if a, if man evolved from monkeys and apes, why do we still have monkeys and apes? Or uh if one synchronized swimmer drowns, do they all drown? <laughs> Or uh, 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 why is it that doctors call what they do practice? Uh, wouldn't you want to do? Wouldn't you want to go to a doctor who didn't have to practice anymore? They knew what they were doing. Or why is it considered necessary to nail down the lid of a coffin? Have you ever wondered that? Have you ever wondered why they had to had to screw? Uh, usually they use screws nowadays. They they uh, wind them up with screws. Are they afraid they're going to get out? <laughs> Or uh, why are there inter- interstate highways in Hawaii? <laughs> Think about that for a minute. There are interstate highways in Hawaii. They're not linked to any other state, so it's kind of hard to be an interstate. Uh, or uh, uh, you know that little indestructible black box they make uh, flight recorders out of? Why don't they make the whole airplane out of that? I would want to sit in that indestructible little box on some flights I've been on, but uh, most of them are pretty good. Or, uh, why doesn't a glue stick stick to the bottom? You know, glue sticks to everything. Why does it not stick to the inside of the bottle? Um, why does... Here's one for you. Think about this. If bullets stop, if if Superman stops bullets with his chest, then why does he duck when they throw a gun at him? You know, they always sit there and shoot all the bullets at him. He stands there and they just bing, 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 bing. And then when they then they throw the gun at him when they run out of bullets, and he ducks. <laughs> or Tarzan. Why doesn't Tarzan have a beard? You know, he's living out in the jungle. Is he, why does he not have a beard? Uh, uh, that's silly. That's silly. Uh, why do people keep running over a, uh, a string a dozen times with their vacuum cleaner? Then they stop. They pick it up, look at it, then put it back down to give their vacuum cleaner one more try. Maybe I can get it now. There's silly questions. Why do we do some of these things? Why do we lock up gas station bathrooms? Are they afraid that somebody's going to come in and clean it? <laughs> Why? Why do we, you know, these are some silly why questions. But, you know, there's one thing that, that we all want to know is, and, and that is, why are we here? And the psalmist here in Psalm 8 talks about why we're here. Read with me, if you will, in Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, 
How excellent is Thy name in all the earth, who has set Thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast Thou ordained strength because of Thine enemies, that Thou might might still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy, hand, uh, thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands, that thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and yea, all the beasts of the field, and the fowl of the air, and the fish in the sea, and whatsoever passeth thou uh, through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is, the na- is thy name in all the earth. Now, if you, if you think about this, you have to remember that the Psalms are... Uh, basically songs that were they uh, we just got finished singing hymns that are written in our hymn book psalms is like a hymn book they are songs that were uh, written and sung to exalt god you can see that very clearly in this one uh, look at verse the first verse and the last verse O lord O lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth that's kind of like a chorus a refrain and uh uh, they these psalms were meant to be sung sometimes by the whole congregation, sometimes by uh, some uh, of the people that were there. Uh, but they were. Uh, you see the instructions at the beginning of chapter uh, uh, of Psalm eight. It says to the chief, chief musician upon Gilith. The Psalm of da- a Psalm of David. So this is one of the Psalms that David actually wrote, and I happen to think that a lot of the Psalms that David wrote down throughout his life probably had a lot of origins in the inspiration of God as he was sitting there tending the sheep, his father's sheep. You know, you have a tendency, uh, especially when you're out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Uh, especially people that have the song of God in their heart, to 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 sit there and sing things and to dream up of things that they uh, that that God puts upon their heart. And here David is is contemplating the plight of man. He's contemplating all the things that God has done, and he says, "God, look at look at what you've done." He says, "You are an awesome and mighty God. How excellent is Thy name in all the earth? Who is it that has?" Set thy kingdom up. It's only God. Only God has set up uh, His glory above the heavens. And he says, not only that, uh, not only is God's glory so great, he says, in everything that exists, even out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, they even declare the glory of God. He says, look at all of the creation that thy hand has, has put together. He says, look at all that, is, that you've made, even down to the very uh, smallest of human beings, of uh, babies and sucklings. Uh, they declare your glory because of your creation because of how you've created them. And he says, you've done this in order to silence your enemies, in order to to uh, give them nothing that they can declare as victory in them. He says, when I consider the heavens and the work of thy fingers, 
I challenge you to go home today and if you've got a computer and you can get on the internet, go to the NASA website as nasa.gov and look at some of the pictures that they have of outer space from the Hubble, Hubble telescope. You can see those images for, for, for free, I would say for free, but your tax dollars paid for it. So you've paid for them. Go look at them. They've taken some uh, uh, magnificent pictures of space from the te- Hubble telescope and your tax dollars and mine paid for it to go up there and paid for those pictures that they've posted. And so go and look at those pictures. It's just some uh, tremendously beautiful images of space that you can see. And one of the things that I love to do is to see all those um, uh, uh, those amazing images and to see the uh, the uh, the tremendous uh, scope of space. I've talked about this a little bit uh, uh, before about how uh, big the, uh, the the sun is. You can put uh, well, did I say three hundred of the Earths into the sun, and the sun's not even the biggest sun out there. Uh, uh, if you took, uh, I've I found this picture uh, somewhere. If you took an image of the actual size of the Earth and put it beside an image of the actual size of the sun, that a solar flare coming off of the sun would would be bigger than our Earth. Uh, if you just uh, saw an image, it's just. It's just mind-boggling to think how enormous space is, and yet the majority of space is empty. Uh, there's not, uh, I mean, it, it, as massive as these gas giant uh, uh, planets are and, and these humongous uh, stars are in space, uh, uh, there's still vast amounts of space that's just completely empty. Uh, uh, huge distances. Uh, when you have uh, a uh, planets like uh, the, even the planets in our solar system, like Saturn and and Jupiter and all those humongous planets, you have to have an enormous amount of space between planets, or else they'd be the gravitational pull would pull them in all into one big glob right in the center. So there has to be vast amounts of space between them uh, in order to keep them from all. Uh, uh, clumping together like that. And then you've got these uh, ginormous uh, stars out there. If we were anywhere closer to our small star, our sun is just a medium-sized star. If if we were any closer, we'd just charred. Uh, We'd look like a marshmallow over a fire. Uh, campfire we just puff into smoke and flame and and just burn up if we uh, there wouldn't be any moisture on this earth if we were any closer any further away we'd be frozen solid and so uh, uh, the vast amounts of space between us and the sun allow us to be just in the right distance I saw a film, uh, a guy was talking about how huge space is. And you remember uh, the spacecraft Voyager that was sent out? It, 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 was a, it, was a, it was a probe that was sent out and it went and uh, went around uh, some of the planets in our solar system. And, and it was launched in 1975 and it's been sending back images ever since. 
And it's still, uh, and it it's finally after all these years coming clo- uh, coming to the edge of our solar system, just our solar system. And uh, the NASA scientists told it to turn back and look back towards Earth and take a picture and send it back. After all the the uh, thousands of images that came flooding back from uh, the spacecraft Voyager, they assembled the the picture and put it together, and they found the Earth, and it looked like a blue pinprick on it. It was that. I mean, that's how small our Earth is, just from the edge of our solar system. It was just a tiny little blue speck in the midst of all of this. That was out there, and so we are live. Our God is an awesome God who's created all this, and a lot of people are are caught up with the thought of did God create? You say that God created all this. They have such a hard time understanding that God created all of this for us. Well, he didn't. He didn't create it all for us. He created it for His glory to demonstrate His glory. You think about not just our solar system, but all of the universe. The Bible says He fits it within the palm of His hand. That's how awesome our God is. It it took something as, uh, as vast and as awesome as all of the universe. And there's billions and billions of, uh, of solar systems in our universe. And God can hold them all in the palm of His hand. He created all that to show how mighty He is and how great He is. How awesome God is. And he says, and David says, When I consider the heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what are we? What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? He said, in all of the... Now, now we know how even less significant we are than David did. He just was able to look out and see, probably with the naked eye, even in the, in the darkest of places... You can see, and and I lived in some of the uh, a place out in South Carolina. There wasn't any light pollution, and we we were out in the middle of nowhere. And I I'd take the dog out sometimes. I had two basset hounds, and I'd take them out sometimes at night before going to bed to let them do their business outside. And and I'd just stand there looking up. And I could see, of course, the airplanes on their path approach to Charlotte, North Carolina and and all of that. But when there weren't planes going over, I could look up and you could actually see, you know, a band of the solar uh, of our uh, of our Milky Way galaxy uh, up in the sky. And I'm sure some of you've done that, too. You've stood out in the midst of woods and just looked up and and been able to see uh, just an ocean of stars. That's just a little titty bit of our soul, of our, of the Milky Way galaxy, and there's galaxies by the billions out there, and we're just one little insignificant part of it. And I used to have this image that I put on my computer screen at work, and I and it was this thing from NASA, and it showed uh, where we are in the solar system, then where we are 
in the galaxy, Milky Way galaxy, than where we are in the sea of galaxies with the Milky Way galaxy. And, and it, it was just amazing to see how tiny, tiny, tiny we are. And David said, who are we that you would think enough of us to be even concerned with us? let alone sent the Son of Man to come and to dwell amongst us, to be with us, to provide a way of salvation. Think about that. The vastness of God's creation, and yet He loves us that much. And He says, You've made man a little lower than the angels, and has crowned him with the glory of, of uh, honor made him to have dominion over all thy works. He says, look, even though we are not as glorious as angels, he says, we are a little lower than the angels in creation. I imagine that's because we're not in the presence of God day in and day out. But we're, uh, we have something even greater. God has made us in His image and allowed us to have His Son to dwell among, in, within us. He says, of all the things that you've done, the crown and glory of man, that He should have dominion over all the fish of the sea, all the birds of the air, all the, uh, all the things that creep over the earth, you have uh, desired to have your Son to come and be in our midst. He says, O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. He says, in all of those things, in all of that, with, with all of that, that alone is worthy of our praise, that You would love us that much. So why has God created us? Why are we here to give glory to God, to glorify Him? Just think about all that is created gives God glory. We too can give Him glory in our, the things that we do, the words that we say, the songs that we sing, the way in which we live. It's all to give glory to God. Why are we here? To glorify His name. To magnify Him and so that even the enemies of God have nothing they can say because of His glory. Imagine that God has created you for His glory. And even though we messed it up with sin, and you can't say, well, we, I, didn't, I didn't sin in the garden. Nope, but we all have original sin because all of us sin. And even if we hadn't have been... Look, uh, as my favorite Christian comedian used to say, uh, if you and I had been in the garden, we still wouldn't have been perfect. He said, now Grady Nutt said, if I'd been Eve, you'd still be perfect because he hated snakes. He, ha- he hated snakes. But uh, we still would have sinned. All of us would have sinned. Can't blame Adam and Eve. We all have the stain of sin upon us. And yet, God sent His Son to redeem us so that we could then still give God the glory. To glorify His creation and to make it... And from Genesis 1 to the end of Revelation, 
It is all about God setting His creation back in order. If you think about it. Genesis 3, we mess up with sin. And we mess up with sin in the garden. And from there on is the story of how God is putting everything back in order. And in God's time, that's a blink. That's a, that's a moment in time. But in, our, in the days in the life of man, it's all of time. And God is doing all of that so that His creation can be brought back to the way in which He could look at us and say, that's good. That's good. So with your life, let us glorify Him so that He can look at us when He says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He's saying, that's good. Let's live that kind of life. Let's glorify Him. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we exalt You. We glorify You. Lord, we lift our voices that we might uh, declare Your awesome glory. Lord, in everything that we do, Father, forgive us for when we live for ourselves rather than living for You. Forgive us, Lord, for doing things that don't give You glory and we sin. Lord, help us to live our life for You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.